Bismillah, alhamdulillah, salatu salamu ala rasulillah. Welcome back to another episode of Quran Sundays. My name is Joe Bradford. And in this podcast, or this episode of the Joe Bradford podcast, we take one verse of the Quran and basically just talk a little bit about the meanings that are found in the verse. Uh, sometimes that can be linguistic meanings, sometimes um, uh, narrated meanings, whatever it is. It's, it's not scripted, but I'm simply trying to relate to you a benefit that I've taken from the verse and allow you to benefit as well, inshallah. So uh, this comes out every Sunday, and the podcast is published uh, on SoundCloud, and then it's syndicated to iTunes and Google and whoever else they syndicate to. So you can subscribe through your favorite podcast provider, and you should be able to find it. Just search The Joe Bradford Podcast. And uh, today we want to talk about the eighth verse of Surah At-Tahrim. Now, in this verse, it says, "Ya ayuhaladina amanu tubu ilallahi tawbatan nasuha." And we want to stop there. This is actually it's about five lines, the verse. But let's just take this portion of the verse today. O you who believe, repent to God, a sincere repentance, or with sincere repentance. The word "with" is not actually there in a state of sincere repentance because. If I recall properly, the i'rab of tawbah and nasuha is hal. Halakonika nasuhan fi tawbatik. So in the situation of you being sincere in your repentance. We often talk about repentance. We often talk about it as if it's, you know, just do these couple of things and then you're going to be, you'll have repented and then you're good. And... What we don't realize is that there's there there's actually some subconscious realizations that we have to come to that precede or prerequisites to the things that we want to repent we want to repent from. So our our scholars of Islamic you know thought have said that there are generally five, four or five uh stipulations or conditions for making repentance the first of which is to have regret and the prophet said that to regret is to repent or regretfulness is repentance and does that mean that it's the only part of repentance no but just like al-hajj arafah hajj is arafah arafah is not the only part of hajj it's one of the most important parts of Hajj. So regret is one of the most important parts of repentance, that you regret what you have done. Also, there's another R involved here, and that is recompense. And that is, if you have wronged someone, then you must recompense them for how, or in, in you know, to, to pay them back for the thing that you have wronged them. So if you've taken money from them, you give them money. If you've backbit them, you ask for their forgiveness. Some scholars say if you're unable to ask for their forgiveness, then you give charity in their name with the intention of expiating that sin. So if you've wronged yourself, then you do a good deed. And that deed, in al-hasanata yudhibna sayyat, Indeed, the good deeds wipe away the bad, de- bad deeds. 
That is a reminder to those who would remember. So you regret, you have recompense, um, you, you have uh, as they say, that you have resilience to not go back to the deed that you, that you had committed before. So you have resilience to not go back. Does that mean that you'll never go back to that sin? No, it doesn't. So you have, uh, you know, you have the resilience not to go back to that thing that you've done. You also stop doing that sin, and you know, you you reform your actions and stop doing that sin. And lastly, you make toba in the appropriate time, and the appropriate time is any time before the sun rises from the west, any time before the day of judgment. Now. What did I mean when I, t- when I said that there are certain kind of subconscious prerequisites that go into, to- into Toba? Well, let's look at the word Nasaha that's mentioned in the verse. Why does it say Toba Nasuha? Why does it use this, a, a, a Nasuh Toba? Why, why that word? Why not any other word? Why not Toba Tan Khalisa? Why not, you know, a a khalis toba, a pure toba, right? Why not sadiqa? Why not true toba? Why nasuh? So, you know, there there is a lot to be said about the linguistic nuance of the Quran and the reason why words are used. Because each word, when used in different ways, or in 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 different contexts, can be understood. Uh, in different ways, all of them go back to a, a a root meaning, but when they're used in different ways, they, they they give the connotation of extra meaning that we should take into consideration. So, what is the what does the root word mean? Nasaha. A lot of times when we talk about nasaha, we think immediately of the word nasiha, and probably most of us uh, think of the word or the phrase adinun nasiha, that our deen, our faith, is nasiha. Uh, and that is one of the hadith that is mentioned by Imam Nawawi in his 40 hadith as one of the fundaments and the foundational texts of Islam, and no doubt that it is. But what does it mean? What does nasaha mean? So, nasaha comes from a root word that shows that there is some appropriateness, that there's some appropriateness between two things, that there is a congruence between them, a consistency, a a consonance. There's harmony between uh, two things. And there is a rectification that has occurred between them to mend them and bring them together. So when they use the word nasaha in different, with different words, it, it means, but right, let me just give you the, give you the examples. They'll say nasaha al that the weather gave nasiha, in that it 
it was clear. The sky was clear. The weather was clear. So there was some congruence between the the sky and those who were, you know, enjoying the be, being able to enjoy it and kind of feel one with the outdoors. They say نصح الشراب إذا شرب فروي منه. They say the the drink was you know it was drunk with nasuh with with nasiha that in that it, it, when it was when it, when someone drank it they filled themselves and satiated themselves so they essentially became you know they were so full of the of the of the water that they drank that that there was this congruence between them and the water and and they just you know they they got to the point of they got to the point of you know being satiated by that water um and they will say for example nasah thawb the thawb was given nasiha or done or nasiha or there was nasiha for the thawb when a person embroiders and and sews and tailors something well, then they've given nasiha to the thawb. And if they and for example, if they say nasahahu, he gave him, you know, uh, uh, the mahalahu. When he gives nasiha to something, that he has clarified it, removed any, any, um, uh, any impediments from it, brought it together with what it needs. So when we talk about tawbat al-nasuh, tawbat al-nasuh goes back to this meaning of finding congruence and rectifying, mending, and bringing things together. So when we are, we are making toba, we can't simply just say, oh, I've repented, right? No, we have to clear the air, right? We have to beautify ourselves and mend things, right? We have to become uh, satiated and, 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 and enjoy the fact that, the, that, the, that what we are experiencing, even if it's some pain, that that short-term pain of obeying Allah and returning to Him outweighs or is outweighed by the immense amount of pleasure that we will gain from being in His pleasure. And that the long-term pain of sin far outstrips and is, is more painful both present and future um, than the short-term pain of obedience, of mending ourselves, of bringing ourselves back together, of, you know, pu- putting ourselves back together. And, you know, this, this idea, you know, n- they say al-nasah is, uh, is al-khayt, it's the thread that you use when you bring, you put two pieces of cloth together. And what do you do when you sew? If any of you sew, alhamdulillah, you know, I was blessed my mother... Um, forcing me to, uh, teaching me how to sew as, at a young age. So I learned how to hand sew. I learned how to operate a sewing machine. 
and make clothes and whatnot. And, you know, she used to always tell me that, you know, I'm not going to be around for, your, for you for your whole life. And you got to know how to do this stuff. And so, you know, we were, we were taught a lot of that when we were growing up. Anyway, when you sell, you understand that in order to bring, in order to bring people together, or in order, I'm sorry, in order to bring two pieces of cloth together, then not only do you bring them together, but you have to make sure that the edges that you're going to sew have been sheared uh, cleanly. And you also have to, um, you also have to make sure that your, that you pin the cloth in place so that you can make it firm so that when you do, uh, uh, you know, when you do start using your needle on it and, 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 and creating a seam, that that seam is stabilized. So you stabilize the cloth a bit with some pins to kind of hold it in place. And then you want to decide what type of seam that you're going to use because not all, uh, not all thread and not all seams fit all uses. A seam that's going to go in your, it's going to you know hold your pants together, is not going to be the same that you that you're going to use on a pocket, for example, or that you're going to use on a sleeve, or the way that you attach a button is not going to be the way that, the way that you attach a zipper. And I'm mentioning all of this to say that if we're going to make tawbah to nasuh, if we're going to make, you know, a, a clear, beautiful. Um, uh, satiating and mending, rectifying form of repentance, then we have to make sure that we just don't give lip service to the idea of repentance, but that we take our time and understand the process of repentance and keep that in mind. That what worked with one thing is not going to work with another. What worked with one problem is not going to work with another. And when we can have that, when we keep that in mind, then we can, we can allow ourselves not to be disappointed when we see things from ourselves that we don't like. We can allow ourselves not to be disappointed when we experience feelings and emotions that we thought were not going to be there, but showed up anyway. So we understand that Every form of toba, while the conditions may be the same, right? So every, every cloth, every piece of clothing that you wear covers your body, but it's not, each of them is not sewn uh, and, and cut uh, and shaped in the same way. And so just like your clothing fits your body in different ways, depending upon the part, your toba has to fit the sin and mend the wounds of that sin in a way which fits the injury. And so to give a tawbah to nasuha, right, to give that sincere repentance, as we mentioned, is to make repentance in a manner which is to make repentance in a manner which not only is sincere and done appropriate and, and uh, I'm sorry it's not only sincere but is done appropriately for 
the underlying cause of what tripped us up in the first place. So a tawbah to nasuh is like a tawbah, it's like, it's like sewing a pocket or sewing a cloth, a, a shirt so well that it no longer appears to have a hole in it. It no longer appears to have any gaps in the seams. It has come together in congruence in the appropriate manner to fit the appropriate limb and to cover you in the manner which allows you to protect yourself in the future from falling into that again. And if you don't, and if you don't, alhamdulillah, and if you do, then just remember that the Prophet والسلام, had said that uh, that if we had if we did not sin, that if we did not sin, that Allah would would uh, remove us from the earth and bring about a people who would sin and then repent to Him, and then He would forgive them. So it's all part of the process. It's all part of the process. So next time you go to the store. Start going through the, through, the, through the shirts and the dresses and everything else and start looking at the seams and read up a little bit about tailoring and understand how different seams work for different things and then you'll start to understand how toba is one thing, just like sewing is one thing, but the way you make that, the way you operationalize that toba is just, is, is different in every context, just like the way you operationalize Sewing is different in every context. So I think with that, we'll conclude. This has been Quran Sundays. I hope that you all uh, enjoy this. If you want more information like this, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, you can also um, go to joebradford.net and click on courses or go to courses.joebradford.net if you want lower, lengthier classes on this topic. And I'd like to take a moment to thank our sponsors, mywillsia.com, the Islamic Estate Planning Online Tool, uh, as well as donors like you who have graciously supported the creation of not only this podcast, but the support of joebradford.net in general. So uh, see you next time, uh, next Sunday on Quran Sundays. Remember, we have other episodes that come out of this podcast, such as Words and Wisdom Wednesdays, where we talk about a hadith of the Prophet There are Fiqh Fridays where we're covering the book of uh, Al-Qaddumi in, uh, in Fiqh, in Ibadat, in the Acts of Worship. And then I'm going to start releasing uh, my khutab on the podcast as well that are available on Vimeo and on YouTube. So again, Jazakallah khairan. This has been Quran Sundays. I'm Joe Bradford. Wassalamu alaikum warahmatullah.